science and technology. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of The Tech Garage. I am Zach Timmy. And I'm Matt Bond. And today... Uh, yeah, we're going to talk. I think we just got a bunch of random topics. It looks yeah, like it, it doesn't really feel like we have an overwhelming uh, sense of connectedness in this show. I don't feel like there's a theme. Yeah, a theme we definitely don't have. In fact, when you look at the show notes, they're a little on the light side, even more so than normal. Well, I mean, there's there's uh, there's, there's a bunch of topics that are just yeah, kind of all over the yeah. place. Let's, uh, let's just dive right into movie talk, shall we? All right, yeah, okay. let's do that. So, which uh, we jumped off of a couple of weeks ago. We had a big, big movie talk. Yes, we, we did. We talked about uh, all the movies that are coming out. Basically, every comic book movie for the next like three years. So I was talking. So earlier this week, let, let me let me go on a little side venture here. Uh, earlier this week, I was telling you about this earlier. Can it really earlier. be a side venture when we haven't even started talking about any of the bullet points? Not really. Um, there was the overcap. Uh, the, uh, Kevin Smith, who's a podcasting guru at this point now. Who? Yeah, I know, right? Um, did a special on the CW after the Flash, talking about the new DC universe and and all the movies that are coming out in the DC universe, which is weird because it just felt weird because we talked about the same stuff a couple of weeks ago. I almost feel like maybe Kevin's ripping us off now. I don't know. He's getting maybe he's getting I, I his ideas. I can definitely see where he's sitting in I, his house with his millions of dollars, going, "You know what I need to do? I need to steal jokes and topics from." Basically obscure people that right. nobody's ever heard Some of. Some really lame, obscure Him and Amy podcast. Schumer probably met up and know, decided right? that they had to start. It seems uh, you know. so plausible to me right now. Yeah, they're just sitting there at the uh, villain's bar. Yeah. Um, I, so it was really... So A, two things. One, they did it as two... There were two um, back-to-back special episodes of stuff on the CW after The Flash. One was a primer for The Legends of Tomorrow, the new... Um, DC television Arrow Flash universe uh, show uh, that was you know it was like narrated by Victor Garber it's Gar- is that the, the- Graber Graber yeah whatever uh, and uh, honestly I was after watching that I was like Legends of Tomorrow looks like it's gonna suck ass uh, I probably watched five minutes of it before turning it off and then just uh, skipping ahead to the uh, the Kevin Smith DC movie special which was amazing I'm super stoked about first of all the new Batman and Superman movie, but even more so for the new Suicide Squad um, movie. Have you? Did you see the new trailer for Suicide Squad? I have not seen the new oh trailer yet. I've sort of uh, put myself on a Suicide Squad hiatus as far what? as any trailers what? or anything else. What? Yeah. What? I, I don't watch trailers anymore. So, but... Huh. Okay. And not even in prep for the podcast. So... Much like I saw one trailer... I've seen one trailer for Suicide Squad. But you saw the first trailer. Yeah, I saw that one. And so I'm like, he, oh my God, that looks awesome. So apparently the... Uh, and I'm actually going to get back on topic because this is something we have on our, on our, our list. The... Um, the tra- So the first trailer for Suicide Squad, the nerds of the internet got super excited about it, right? In general. This second trailer, which I think is amazing, has actually polarized the nerds of the internet... Uh, and looking- wait, wait, wait! N- there is nothing, nothing that could cause the nerds on the internet to separate into camps and have long arguments and debates about it. That's one voice. Like uniformly, they all agree. Uh, no, in this case, they clearly don't. Uh, well, the internet may be broke. Yeah. These people are. Uh, look, I saw the new Suicide Squad trailer, and it looked fantastic to me. It introduces all the characters, gives you a little bit more um, vision of what they're going to be doing with the movie. Uh, 
you, you, you hear Harley Quinn talk a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's one of the things that people, they're, they're super, annoyed that she doesn't have an accent. Yeah, they're annoyed that she doesn't have an accent, that she doesn't have a squeaky voice. I'm like, what the, what the fuck? Like, I, I think Jesus this goes Christ. back to something that we've discussed before that um, when converting a comic or cartoon to a real live action movie, yeah. you have to take some differences to ground it more in reality so that uh, folks want to read it. Yeah, you got to take some liberties with the story and with the characters a little bit, and you keep them. Yeah. But I, I feel like, from what I saw, it was keeping it true to the character, right? Um, yeah, there's some changes, but I mean, how, I don't know. Fucking well, nerds. Especially when you look at uh, uh, Batman in particular. They've done... Uh, to a greater or lesser degree, either an amazing job or yeah. a fucking shitty job of making their... Uh, well, honestly, uh, but you look at all the iterations of Batman that there's been, well, right? Uh, you know, I mean... I would say Batman, like Bane, is actually a good place to go to talk about uh, iterations and what they've done. Because if you look at the uh, first time Bane showed up in a uh, cartoon or in a, a Batman movie, like right. a live action movie... right. He was the roided out, massive luchador mask kind of Bane, right? And you just which, can't take him seriously. Which was, which is closer to what he was in the comic books, but isn't nearly as good as what they did in the Dark right. Knight. And if you look at what they did in the Dark Knight, they tried to take the aspects of Bane that are actually, um, you know, fundamental Bane, right? And find a way to bring them forward, like uh, instead of him wearing a luchador mask, yeah. Uh, they had his skin poking out, which is kind of in the same spots that you would get the big white yep, yep. pieces of his face. So they slapped that respirator thing on him, which also kind of gave him a distinct look. Instead of making, I'm not him, sure what they were doing with Tom Hardy's voice there, though. The I, voice uh, is the questionable bit there. A I, little bit. It's like I want to be part Darth Vader and part um, like Orville it, Redenbacher. It felt like Sean Connery talking. <laughs> it felt like. Oh, Sean Connery talking to you. I'm fine. I can't even do it. It was it was it was disjointed to me though. Good. Oh, thanks. Um, the but but when I look at it, especially with Batman, and I, I think the you know you look at the source material for Batman. There's been a lot of evolution of what Batman is in the comics over, uh, or even in the live or 70 action. Years. I mean, if you look at his early incarnations, he right. was a pudgy dude. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like the Adam West Batman. Even pre-Adam West. Uh, was there a Batman before Adam West? Yeah, I think there was somebody in the 40s or 50s. Like somebody when they were doing the early Superman serials? Yeah. But Adam West feels like the first real, uh, I don't know, mainstream Batman. And then you had the Michael Keaton Batman. Um, you had the Val Kilmer Batman. You had the George Clooney Batman. Um, and honestly, I don't feel any of them were really great until the Christian Bale Batman, which again with the voice. Uh, I'm Batman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I think you come to go, you, you come to understand that the, the, there's going to be some liberties and there's going to be some changes in the in the character. As long as they keep it true to the, you know, source material, there, there's, there's some options there. Yeah, and um, I'm going to actually add a picture of the 1943 Batman to the show notes. What? There was you a... should spin over here and take a look at this. It is pretty fucking amazing. Uh, his cowl looks almost like something I would have made. And, like, he's got what looks sort of like uh, pokey-outy devil horns all going in different directions. There's some serious what-the-fuck there. Uh, and that ra- and the Robin Robin has character. something going on with his hair. I don't know what he's got. Yeah. It's some kind of weird fro, though. That is super weird. I didn't know that even existed. Yeah, I, I came across it in uh, internet research this huh. week. And I was yeah. like, what the hell? Interesting. 
So uh, what other movie, uh, internet movie news you got? Well, it turns out that the good people in China... Oh, they're so good. Yeah. They've uh, taken a stance on, uh, you know, what I imagine will be kind of the happy-go-lucky, warm, fuzzy, um, good-feeling movie of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadpool. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, They've uh, decided not to release uh, Deadpool in China due to graphic violence. So China's um, just changing their stance on censorship now and getting fully behind it? I mean, because usually, you know, content's pretty open in, in China. Well, I, I do believe there's probably a difference between what the government says and what you can buy in the markets. Because I'm oh, pretty sure right, you can right. probably buy uh, Deadpool yeah, in China already yeah. on DVD. Pro- probably, yes. It is already. China, the home they, of They haven't even finished it yet. Pirated. They just put some guys in there going, rawr, yeah. you know, sections. Huh. That's kind of weird. Now, I wonder about – because it's weird because I know that like um, some countries like like uh, Australia and Germany get, get fairly strict on their video game censorship and, and a lot of games don't get allowed to be played there. I'm curious on uh, if they do similar things on the movies or if this is a – I wonder. I mean, I wonder like if I watch if you watch Deadpool, if there's actually going to be some anti-Chinese sentiment in there. That was what they're actually really censoring. I would not be surprised if in Deadpool there was some anti-humanity sentiment. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, just in general. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. It's funny. My wife uh, was we were flipping through channels. She's like, "Oh, it looks like there's a new superhero movie with uh, with uh, Ryan Reynolds in it." I'm like, "Yeah, Deadpool." She goes, "What's uh, what's this movie?" I'm like, "It's Deadpool." She goes, I wonder what this is about. I'm like, uh, it's about Deadpool. Uh, it's about Deadpool. She's like, what are you talking about over there? I'm like, God damn it. I know you don't listen. Right. Uh, yesterday, she tried to uh, uh, tell me about what we talked about in the podcast. Okay. She's like, yeah, you talked about this on the Tech Garage. And I'm like, honey, you didn't listen to the show. She goes, I read the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> really? I was like, wow. Th- thanks for the support. Huh. Love. Huh. Yeah, I'm going to be surprised if uh, the Chinese folks don't decide at some point to let Deadpool in, right? I, I mean, it, hey, how, you can't stop Deadpool, right? That's a good point. Did you read uh, – there was some uh, – uh, I think on the Chive this week, there was a uh, – um, one of the articles was Ryan Reynolds has a uh, Twitter that Deadpool would be proud of. I did not. Oh, it was great. Uh, it was Ryan Reynolds just being, um, you know – Deadpool-y? Funny and amusing yeah. and Deadpool-y. Uh, oh, crap. I should get that uh, for the show notes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it was super should. funny. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be good. You're going to have to do some Twitter search now. In the, Please, in, I just in, have to go in, to the chive. In the Twitterverse. Uh, what was this other... Uh, you, actually, it looks like a lot of... Uh, there's actually, a couple it, of references to uh, the chive here. Yeah, the other um, article we have from the chive is uh, Sexy Google. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I looked at this before the show. And I'm going to say that the um, – well, first of all, l- l- let me explain it as the Chive explained it, uh, which is, hey, Google's got this new feature now where if you go to a uh, – if you go to sexygoogle.com as opposed to just getting the, uh, the blank white page, you get sexy girls uh, sitting behind the Google search. So, hey, thanks a lot, Google, for putting this together for us. We really like sexy girls. Um, seems – sounds legit. Except uh, that it's not Google. <laughs> it's not Google at all. Uh, it does look like they're using Google search engine, but looking up the you know domain registers for it, uh, sexygoogle.com is registered by some random ass place in, in Italy. Uh, whereas, um, so here let's let's take half a second and oh, uh, sorry, for our sorry. Um, 
folks out there that may not know much about the internets and how they work. All right, right. Uh, both Matt and I independently um, decided to go do some investigating and figure it, out who did this sexy Google. It, Both of us knowing full well it wasn't actually Google. Right, Google, but, but right? just kind of wanting to double check it. And it was funny because we were both like just doing sort of independent research before the show and yeah, so, turns out did the exact same thing. Um, we each used a tool called Whois, which pulls up domain registrars. Those are the folks that have the – that own the mapping to, you know, domain name like www.google.com. Yep. To an IP address that you know says here's where to go to find our shit. Yeah, and, and on the registra- in on the registrar information, depending on who's registered it and how you registered your domain, you can sometimes even find out who actually registered the domain. You could like yeah, like if you look you at uh, techsage.org, one of my domains, my name's boom right there. Right, so you kind of know that techsage.org is actually associated with Zach. Yeah, so it's an easy thing to go and do. It's pretty much there's internet sites for it. Um, now. When I pulled up who is for Google.com, I actually got a little bit of a uh, surprise. Uh, I, I, I don't think I've ever looked for a who is on Google.com, and I did the same thing, and I got a similar surprise. So if – I mean I'm on a Mac here. I just you know pulled up terminal, typed who is Google.com, and uh, I got a list of 50 or so records. After that, it kind of stopped. And, you know, it's things like google.com.macio.be or google.com.mx or my personal favorites, uh, google.com.zzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
you get a random max sexy girl on your screen when you go to Google sexygoogle.com. Sexy sorry, sorry. And you didn't do the dot com. No, I just did sexygoogle.com as opposed to sexygoogle.com. Fine. If I you don't want know to, why. You be like half-assing it. That's yeah, cool. I guess. I believe the dot com is owned by somebody. Yeah, more than likely, but I don't think they're going to hear us. Probably not. <laughs> and free advertising. Is anybody going to go, hey, stop the free advertising, damn it? Well, we haven't actually advertised anything for them yet. We've just said .com. That could be anybody. I mean, could be. we all know who it is, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we get a cease and desist, it's going to be from From shit. some random-ass travel company in, yeah. in Bellevue. Right. Like, we will know that there's at least one person that works there that listens. I mean, we do know people that work there, so yeah, it's man, funny part. you never know. Okay, so while we're on the tech tip, uh, you know, do as you will with sexygoogle.com. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can use it if you want. I don't know if I'd use it at I work. I wouldn't personally use it. I don't trust it, but hey, whatever. Um, there is some new tech that has come out recently that's actually kind of interesting. Okay. So it looks like the, you know, smarty pants over there that have all the science up in them have created a... <laughs> Electronic monitor, yeah, that goes in your brain. Okay, that dissolves I, when it's done. Huh? What kind of things does it um, monitor? Well, it can measure pressure, temperature, pH, motion, flow, and specific biomolecules. Huh? Why not just? Uh, well, how, how does, does it say how the signal gets out? Is it just hooked up to Bluetooth? <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> it's not connected quite as well as BB-8 is with Bluetooth LE. <laughs> Uh, let me actually double check. It says, says wirelessly. It didn't really specify. Uh, so, you, so who knows what wireless? Yeah, but the, uh, God, there's all kinds of questions here. Like, how are they delivering the signal? Is there a battery? Does the battery also dissolve? Like, or are they just powering it from the electricity in my brain? It looks like it has a dissolvable copolymer. I don't even know what a copolymer is. As a non-chemistry wonk, uh, it says. It can be covered in different kinds of coding, uh, wirelessly transmit. Mm, coding. Uh, they ran molybdenum. I always hate that word because I can't say it right. Yep. Uh, wires to implantable miniature wireless data transmission device that can sit on the outside of the body and just on top of the skin. Okay. So basically they stick a, a receiver to your head. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, so, it um, gets close. so it gets close. Right. But what's powering the, the actual you know, device when it's in my brain? This isn't. It doesn't say in here what they're using for battery. Huh. Uh, biodegradable uh, silicon-based piezo-resistive sensors, which change our electrical resistance with slight bending, surrounded by more silicon, magnesium, and dissolvable copolymers. Huh. All right. Well, um, that sounds fascinating. I want one in my head. Yeah, I don't know that you do. Um, I, I, here's the thing. I think probably if they're putting one in your brain... Uh, you've got other shit going you've on. You've got other shit going on that you probably really don't want. Um, I do feel, though, that this is getting us closer to implantables, right? Which is, is what we really want. I want – look, here's the thing. HoloLens is probably going to be awesome. I don't know. I haven't seen one yet, I, I, but um, whatever. Oculus Rift is probably going to be awesome. I have played with one of those. It seemed pretty cool. Uh, but you know what's going to be better? When I just have, like, the shit showing up in my brain, and, and that's my simulation. Uh, right? I don't disagree. That, I, I'm right some, there with you. Yeah. I, I was actually thinking about it today. Like, we've been taking a uh, technologically based approach. Like, let's figure out how to make tiny batteries. Let's put them in contacts in our eyeballs. I think we talked yeah, about that in previous yeah. episodes. 
all of those things feel a little bit dodgy to me. Yeah. But for some reason, jamming it in my brain it seems all right. Be, should be co- totally, totally cool, legit. right? Yeah. 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 Like, why, why wouldn't you want electronics there? Uh, the other thing, do you ever wonder if uh, maybe that they've ever considered, oh, I don't know, uh, pumping us full of a light round of LSD kind of all the time and then putting in subliminal cues uh, that make us hallucinate what we should be seeing? Uh, well, uh, or is this like a science fiction um, that's, future? That thing? feels more science fictiony to me. I, I feel the uh, effects of that sort of thing are probably long term LSD use may not be healthy. Is well, what you're saying? No, no. no I, th- I think here, here's what I think. Right? Like I think the you know they know what. Um, Psych, uh, psycho-based drugs are going psychoactive to, drugs. Yeah, are going to do to your head, but um, uh, it's not super controllable, right? Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. they give you hallucinations. That's why they have the science. They, they could, could make you it. happy, or they could make you scared, or batshit crazy, right? But they couldn't give you a um, you they know can't make you see Netflix. They can't believe that you're you know um, give you a, a porn hallucination, basically. That would be uncomfortable. Right, because that's, uh, that's what you really are looking for. Do you know what I heard of this week? And I don't ah, – damn it. I don't remember if it was uh, Japan or China or Korea. I think it might have been Korea. Apparently – Or the, Germany? It definitely wasn't Germany. Oh, okay. I know that. Um, there is a nation wherein you can pay women to um, stream to you over the internet. Okay. That sounds like everywhere. Right. Uh, but they actually only stream people eating. So this is a case where you and that are a lonely, like Japan lonely for some reason, yeah. But... And you want to be able to eat with somebody, so they will stream videos of women eating to you, so that you can eat by yourself with a picture on the screen of somebody else eating. Are they are they sexy women eating? Nope. Just regular ladies eating, no sexual component at all. Right, but I mean, like, uh, I'm not saying do they have their boobs hanging out. I mean, are they attractive women? Well, I don't know, but I'd assume so. It's not like he record uggos. I mean, that might be the fetish. <laughs> this could be very much like our ASMR uh, research. <laughs> yes, I don't. I don't think I want to go down this road any further, though. <laughs> Come on. It would be, be funny. You don't want to drive, dive into the internet depths here and see what happens? Sometimes, You know, there's a couple times where I've gone down deep into the internet, and I don't like what I find there. It's not pretty. Are you, are you trying to find the site I, right I, now? I'm trying, and I'm yeah. not. I, I, like, I, I was Googling carefully to try and... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, you're, you are correct. Uh, although I do see a YouTube video of a Japanese girl eating 3.5 kilograms of rice in four minutes. That's Which, kind of a lot. That's like six pounds of rice. It's almost seven pounds of rice. That's over seven pounds of rice. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's seven pounds in four minutes. I mean, that feels like, here's, here's what it feels like to me. Eating seven pounds of rice in four minutes feels like you could literally kill yourself. I'm just saying, like, you could rupture literally your stomach. Literally or figuratively? Uh, literally. Literally kill yourself. Um, I mean, you could maybe figuratively kill yourself also, but. Also, I'm sure. Assuming that girl was uh, teeny. Oh yeah, I'm looking at her right now. Yeah. She is just this tiny little thing, and she's got what is that? Four, eight, ten uh, packages of rice, huh. and uh, that's yeah. She's weird. about. I'm I'm watching this in real time. Yeah, she's got a big bowl of noodles, 
Um, I wonder if she's Wait, eating, she's eating noodles and like because the so the seven let's just say seven pounds of rice isn't enough. She needs to eat some noodles well, too. She, she was going to get hungry like ten minutes later, so she touched her doing the needles too. Right, noodles. Right. Uh, Inappropriate, dude. What I can't figure out is why she has a guitar in the background. That's kind of random. Yeah, and it's like here's my big fat like this bowl of noodles is bigger than her head and upper body. She's got a little pack of soy sauce she's putting in. Yeah, this is um, riveting podcasting, by the yeah, way, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure everybody loves this. Uh, you anyway. know, so anyway, uh, to get back onto movie stuff, you got to link God in God damn here. it, we moved out of movies now and we're into tech. What's wrong? Wait, I, oh, this is movie tech. Oh, movie tech. Okay, movie tech. Fine. Specifically, um, Netflix hacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so what's the deal here? I... I ran into this in a diff- different article on the internet uh, before you found this one on the chive, which is apparently where you're spending all your time now. Uh, between the chive and Reddit, I've spent a lot of time on there this okay. week. Yeah, yeah. Super quality stuff there. Um, I don't even want to know what you're looking at on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later. Horse porn? <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, so so Netflix has so, – like this is, feels like the In-N-Out burgers of Netflix here. Where they've got some secrets that nobody knew about, but you could access them. Uh, which is basically, um, so how do you tell me how you browse Netflix when you when you when you get on Netflix well, and you're like, I want to find something new to watch. See, this is where it sort of breaks down. I watch Netflix from my Roku, so okay. I don't have an address bar to interact with Netflix on. Oh, right, right. This doesn't work for me either because I know I, I typically do it from the Xbox. But actually, I was I wanted to try a few things and see if it works in just the search bar or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but when you get on your Roku, say, and you start flipping through Netflix, you go, uh, comedy, uh, action adventure, uh, things like My Little Pony, uh, <laughs> right? Like, like you, you get the categories. And half the time I'm like, ah, I really want um, procedural cop drama because that's what I really like to watch. And that's what I'm looking for now. And, and I don't see anything in here. And then I search, 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 search. And you just – I end up spending half my time uh, as opposed to actually watching content, just flipping through Netflix looking for something that I want to watch. Yeah, we do that here a lot too. And there's um, – uh, for some reason, uh, Netflix feels like something that I peruse versus search. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, – and I'm kind of wondering if this may help with that because what this does is you've got the – if you go into the URL, netflix.com slash browsers slash genre – and put in whatever number code that you want that you can get from somewhere. I think that you can. There's a number of sites online that have it. Yeah, the, the, the um, site you've got here. Netcodes.me is one of them. It, it basically specifies then here's the specific categories that you get to choose from, right? So if you want to see, is there a procedural cop drama category? Do you know? I haven't actually gone through all the categories yet. Oh, okay. But they're basically, excuse me, subgenres of stuff, right? Yeah. So. Basically, you get a uh, you know few digits of uh, numbers, and you slap them into uh, what is it? Netflix dot com slash genres slash the code. Yeah, yeah. And then you you get the uh, you get the stuff that you wanted to get, or uh, you know at least you get to search for you get to see the types of stuff you want to see, like you know My Little Pony or uh, or CSI, whichever whichever you prefer, for whichever you prefer. Um, let's talk about the Berenstein Bears. Okay. So I came across an article this week, um, from, 
Oh, from time to time, I go and uh, uh, was this on the chive? research uh, conspiracy theories. No, it's from avclub.com. Oh, right, right. I'm not even sure how I found it. Um, uh, and, and some of the conspiracy theories that you find on the internet are amusing, and they can take some time, like the Disney conspiracy mm. around how, that all, how of, all, all of the Pixar, the... Co- excuse me, the Pixar conspiracy. Right, right, and that's how all of the Pixar movies are actually tied together uh, in that... Uh... I'm trying to remember what the first one. Like, like monsters. Like, oh, when you get the Monsters Inc., they're super evolved, and uh, the doors are actually doorways back into the past. And uh, at some point, uh, the monsters ended up in one of the original Pixar movies from the past. I don't know. They ended up in Brave or something, and and then uh, stuff like that, right? Exactly. Yeah, you did a good job there. Yeah, no problem. It yeah. was like compelling engaging it made me want to go fucking look that up on the internet just totally look it up because yeah. i you, you, you I, really I want to look it up spent hours on that book. wait the real reason to look it up is because I, did, I didn't do it any justice people should take a look at it because it is it, there's there was from what i remember there was a couple of gaps in logic a couple of like very minor ones yeah uh, i was gonna say a couple of major leaps in a few spots but but it's it does kind of hold together movie consist like it's yeah. at least as internally consistent as the movies were. Okay, so give me this Berenstein Bears uh, conspiracy that you got. So I think everybody remembers the Berenstein Bears from growing up. There was a, a children's book series uh, about a family of anthropomorphized bears that you know did yeah. stuff, and you learned good life. Right, lessons and there was from the them. Papa Bear and Mama Bear, and then the little brother and, and sister bear who usually seemed to be getting themselves into some sort of like minor trouble, right? Yeah, and then they'd learn a lesson from it. Yeah, uh, basically the uh, the conspiracy theory that I found boils down to uh, there are multiple spellings of the Berenstein Bears. One is B E R E N S T A I N, right? So and the other is Stain Bears, the Stain yeah, Bears, Berenstein Bears, right. and then the other one is the Berenstein S T E I N, right? And um, and. It turns out that the well, was there actually multiple spellings, or was there only one? Well, that that's the that's kind of the the point of his argument. He hinges on the fact that somewhere around ten years ago, there was a parallel universe that was sprouted, such that there are people that remember both. Ah, right. So, right. So, but people remember both. But which one was that? Was actually what, what if you grab yourself a Baron? Steinian Bears Baron Steen question mark bear right. uh, from from your kid's library. Um, how is it actually? How is it actually spelled? Uh, with the A. Okay, so there's just a generally large group misunderstanding that, and everybody's misremembering it as the Baron Stein Bears. Right. Right. Because why wouldn't you? Right. right? Well, because I think the spelling of Baron Stein is super. Um, uh, Awkward and not something we're used to. Yeah, where the and all of our brains just correctively edited it for right, us. and so everybody just kind of prepends Stein because that's a relatively common name uh, to the end, and go, oh yeah, of course it was the Baron Stein Bears. And yeah, this is one of those things where it's interesting to me the lengths that people will go to to try and uh, justify being right. <laughs> just justify, justify. I was incorrect and I misremembered it. Uh, so there's clearly. Uh, somebody went back in time and fucked up the uh, fucked up the spelling, and and that's why yeah, I Marty McFly it. got in the DeLorean. Boom! Right, he when, decided to change the spelling of a beloved children's c- book because that's the most important thing you want to do. Well, if I had like a uh, time machine, 
I would do a number of things. Number one, go back and um, muck with the spelling of, uh, you know, uh, Berenstain Bears. I would, that's, uh, honestly, I, I would get a uh, hamburger the- and a hot dog at the original McDonald's. Um, okay, okay, I can see that. And, um, oh, yeah, become ruler of everything. Okay, I can see that. Prob- can probably see that, yeah. in that order. So the uh, so I, I saw a couple of time uh, travel uh, mm, content recently. Uh, one, I saw Joe Dirt two. You know the uh, they made a second Joe Dirt. Be- beautiful Joe. Uh, yeah, actually, so it was, it's weird. Um, uh, fuck, what's that guy's name? I just lost it. Uh, the Joe Dirt guy. The the yeah. Uh, uh, why can't I think of his name right now? I don't know. All I the keep seeing is the always, little dude from Blush. Yeah, it's the little dude that always hangs out with Adam Sandler. And uh, um, anyway, Joe Dirt made a second movie. Apparently, they made it with Crackle. Crackle actually produced it. I think they're trying to get into the uh, okay. They're doing their own custom well, cause, content. Because you know, when you go through the uh, list of uh, online video services, you've got Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, uh, five others, and then somewhere down the line, you've got Crackle. Uh, I guess they're trying to bring themselves up a little bit. So they produced a Joe Dirt, Joe Dirt 2 movie, which wasn't quite as good as the first, but it, it honestly, for uh, it held up pretty well. Uh, Joe goes back in time. The The interesting thing, uh, Joe figured out something that I've never David thought about. David Spade, by the way. David Spade. So uh, I never thought about to make money going back in time. Joe Dirt found some old comic books. They were brand new, early comic books in mint condition. Did he also find a sports almanac? No, no, just comic books. Took comic books, and then he buried them, and then he dug them up 40 years later, and they were worth a fortune. I got rich. Think about it. Right? If you landed in the 1960s, get yourself some uh, Fantastic Four number one, X-Men number one, all that stuff. That stuff's cash. You just stash it away somewhere. It's going to be solid money in, you know, 40 or 50 years. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, like buying stocks in Amazon-type money, but, uh, you know, <laughs> so. Some serious money there. I mean, if you're if you're Joe Dirt, you know. Well, yeah, like uh, get, this movie came out in 2015. Yeah, that's like almost last year. It's exactly last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the The other show I saw with some time traveling, or did you want to? You were you still well, focusing I, I was, on Joe Dirt? I was. I wanted to take a second here on Joe Dirt. So has Joe progressed into his fu- his own future? He's now like married with kids and has a respectable job as a janitor somewhere. Well, he was. Uh, did, did he marry his sister? No, no, no. The sister was uh, was just one of the girls he was banging before he got to uh, the the girl. Uh, it's been years since I saw it, so I yeah. don't have it like fresh. Yeah. There in my was mind. the "I'm your sister" joke, but she wasn't actually his sister. Um, that would be wrong. Uh, but uh, yeah, he, he he's married. He's got kids now, and uh, he was actually working as a logger. And uh, now, how did he go back in time? Now, was there a hot tub involved? They weren't. Um, so I'm going to say they weren't super clear on that. It seemed more like a tornado whisked him away. Yes, it was more of a tornado in a trailer whisked him away. How am I not surprised? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay, what's your second time travel? The second movie? one was actually we br- I brought it up earlier. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. So while I watched the, I don't know, 30 minute like primer for it well I, I watched five minutes with a 30 minute primer and wasn't super impressed the actual show wasn't bad at all um it was kind of you know some dude okay hang on a second. it's got we talked about this earlier it's got it's rory got, from yeah, rory from doctor, doctor who. who and he's a time in in legends of tomorrow rory or i don't know what his name is it's uh like uh rip hawk or something like that uh, oh, not his real name. <laughs> no, no. It's, no, uh, I have that. I can't remember David Spade to save my fucking soul. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. 
uh, he plays a time master, which I thought was ironic. Does he fly around in a blue police box? No, he flies around in a spaceship that can uh, travel through time, which is... uh, Does he have any uh, friends that he takes with him? He does. He goes back... Well, he comes back into the past, and he gathers about six superheroes and or villains and misfits. You know, that's actually uh, a good point. Doctor, The Doctor never stops and grabs, like, anybody of import, per se. It's always just like... Hey, you look like a nice person that I've never seen before. Come along with me and do something fun. Honestly, you know, I think the, the doctor is gravitates towards hot chicks. Or at least cute, cute girls. Come on. Yeah, duh. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, tell me if you could just show up anywhere and go, Hi, I'm a crazy man and I have a box. You want to go for a ride? You wouldn't do that? I would do that like crazy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Get in my box. So, Legends of Tomorrow, we've got a ton of people in this show. Um... We've got Victor Garber. He's part of Firestorm. We've got Brandon Ruth. He plays the Atom. We've got uh, Katie Lotz, I think, who plays Sarah Lance or the Canary. Arthur Davril, who plays Rip Hunter. Uh, Clara Renee, who plays Hawk Girl. Uh, Franz Dremeth, the other part of Firestorm. We've got uh, Dominic Purcell as Heatwave. Captain Cold, you know, Wentworth Miller. Yep. Uh, like, bunches of kind of uh, supporting characters from either... Flash, Flash and Arrow. Or Arrow. Yeah. And they just kind of pulled them in to make a, here's a new thing. They're, uh, you know, working to fight against, uh, fuck, I can't remember his name. You got it right there. What's, what's the bad guy's Apocalypse. name? Apocalypse. Oh, God damn it, I hate you. Uh, Is it Vandal Savage? Yes, it's Vandal Savage. Um, and yeah, but honestly, they, they pulled it together pretty well. There's a little bit of overacting in some spots. Um, but meh, overall, I kind of liked it. For, you know, cheesy comic book TV show. Yeah, there's been a lot of... Uh, there's been sort of a resurgence of cheesy comic book hero shows. I mean, I've been watching Supergirl. It doesn't get much oh. cheesier Is that any that. good? Uh, and is that within the Flash Arrow universe? Because I don't see any reason why it wouldn't there, be. But. There has been no explicit crossovers or discussions around um, Flash and Arrow, but it feels very much in line with that kind of... Uh, like. That same feel that you get out of mostly Flash. Yeah. You yeah. get it in Supergirl. Huh. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, some of the things they've done in there I've actually been uh, impressed with. But um, it, it's nowhere it, – it's not like watching uh, any of the Dark Knights, right? It definitely has that more campy comic feel to it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's a passable show. Huh. So – uh, driving back to um, something that I thought was going to be an absolute and utter shit show. Okay. Uh, the other night, my wife and I are uh, flipping through Amazon trying to find something to watch. And she's like, ooh, The Witch Hunter with Vin Diesel. Do you want to watch this? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, I haven't seen – I've seen it. I've seen that it's there. I've seen it exists. I haven't seen it yet. It actually – the preview looked pretty good. So I, I found myself going, hmm, Vin Diesel as a witch hunter. What could go wrong with this movie? Um, right. And, yeah. and then you look at uh, who's in it. Right? Yeah, yeah. They've got Frodo. Okay. They've got Alfred. Yeah. And, uh, shit, I think that's about it. Let, let, let me ask you, because a uh, movie that's maybe comparable, was it better than uh, Jeremy Renner's Hansel and Gretel, Gretel uh, movie, where they uh, were also witch hunters? <laughs> so that Hansel and Gretel movie uh, falls in line with the same place that, uh, you know, the early 
uh, Batman's do, right? Y- yes. It's an interesting watch. It'll burn 90 minutes, but it's not any piece that you'll ever go back to or kind of draw so, anything interesting out so of. So you're saying or, Vin Diesel Witch Hunter is better than Han- Jeremy Renner yeah. uh, Witch Hunter. It's weird, honestly, it's weird actually, that I would ever say that Vin Diesel did a better job acting than Jeremy Renner. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I suspect it was what they had to work with. I think the, the yeah. script in Witch Hunter, the uh, Vin Diesel one, was actually really good. I, I huh. enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it's not like, uh, oh, what is that? Fargo, which I also hated, but I can't remember. Wait, I couldn't come up. what? What's that? Uh, you hated movie? Fargo? Yeah. Just, I don't, huh. Yeah. All right. No, well, what whatever. was that? Uh, Love Fargo. Argo. That's what I was trying to think of. Oh, the, uh, the, ben, the ben, Affleck ben Affleck saves people saves from people. Iran. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing like that, right? It's not like a big right. tour de force impressive movie. But it's not the shit show I expected it to be. Huh. All right. Uh, well, it was actually pretty good. So uh, give it a check out. It's on Amazon. I have to give that a look. So I think our last topic we got left here of our uh, hodgepodge of um, or, or potpourri, if you will, of topics. Potpourri. <laughs> potpourri. Uh, pot, potpourri is legal now. Um, here in Washington State, if you're listening in, uh, you know, Iowa, you're still, you know, you're fucked. Um, anyway, uh, Google Tone, which you found uh, a couple of weeks ago, we've been talking about a little bit. What's what? What does Google Tone do? So this is a weird thing. Uh, Google Tone is an app that lets you use, excuse me, sound to share a uh, URL that you're looking at. Okay. So you can go ahead and just send out this tone that all of the other computers around you hear. And then can boom pop up the uh, you know website. What I'm thinking of right now is uh, that scene in Dumb and Dumber where they're like, "You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world?" <laughs> Just going like, uh, but uh, that would be super annoying. Yeah, I, I have mixed feelings on this one because sometimes as humans we have this desire to create technology. Yeah, uh, that is. Not required because it's way, way, way more complicated to do it than the obvious, simple, easy ways we have now. You have to have a Chrome extension installed. You have to be, you know, yeah, yeah. with everybody. They have to be right. Able so to- it's so so the um, onboarding as the experience is a little bit burdensome. I mean, it's not hard, but like you gotta you gotta do a bunch of things before it'll work. Yeah, and it's there's other easier ways to share. Uh, URLs. But the interesting thing that I do like what they're doing here is they have found that they're looking at new and novel ways of interacting with your computer with people, right? Yeah. Because if you look at how we interact on the computer, it's uh, basically been the same for a very long time. Yeah. We always had our text-based interactions, and then we always had our uh, uh, audio or video interactions to greater or lesser extents, right? Yep, yep. Uh, today it's gotten very easy to do the audio and video piece such that text is almost irrelevant. Yeah. But that's it. It's kind of like with the keyboard and mouse. Like we've had a keyboard and mouse and there hasn't been a ton of innovation. Yeah. In that well, area. I mean, well, we're still using a visual interface and a, and a tactile interface. We're still not, you know, plugging into our brains yet. And so I, th- I think until you can change that interface, uh, the human to computer interface, uh, we're going to keep seeing more of the same. Yeah, and I agree. But it's nice to see people uh, like trying out different things to see, hey, could this interact in a different way? Do we have other options? What else could we do with this? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's just kind of neat. Yeah. All right. All right, cool, cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, we will talk to you soon. 